Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach Podcast with Dan Sullivan. Dan, I'm excited because today we're going to talk about something called growing your ideas. And this is something that I think you are superb at. You're brilliant at helping other people grow their ideas. And this is something I think is a little bit of the secret sauce. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to kind of find out what this means. So when you think of people growing their ideas, what does that look like? Or what does that mean to you? You know, I'm a farm boy, former farm boy. Growing things was very much a powerful part of my life until I was about 11 years old. So when I first became conscious and then for my first probably five or six years, I lived on a produce farm. So we had sweet corn, we had field tomatoes, we had peppers, we had green beans. And I can remember you know, my father and my older siblings all being part of the process every year of creating the crops. And it was a powerful thing that you had to put a lot of preparation in. You had to take care of crops, you know, as they were growing. And um, then you had to bring them to market. You had to harvest them, bring them to market, package them, and make money so that the farm could keep going. So that agricultural cycle, the annual growing cycle, has a huge impact on my thinking, and that's kind of like an idea. Okay, so the idea is that things that are created are actually grown, Mm -hmm. and that you get just the seed of an idea, and then you think it's important enough that it can grow into something. And I'll give you an example, and it's the very first thinking tool that we ever created that got Strategic Coach launched, and that's the Strategy Circle. And there was an idea that came to me long before I actually created the thinking tool, and the idea was that those things that oppose our goals are actually the raw material for achieving our goals. You know, if anybody does the strategy circle at the very bottom of the page, that idea is there. I had that idea about 10 years before it ever took the form of the actual thinking process on paper. And it just struck me that opposition was actually raw material. So there's an idea, opposition is actually raw material. And that if you're an entrepreneur, you have an idea for creating value in the marketplace, could be in the form of a product, could be in the form of a service, could be in the form of an experience. That's what we do at Strategic Coach. We actually create an experience. And that when you first come up with this idea, there's going to be a lot of opposition to it. Nobody's ever heard the idea before. You don't have all the skills that are necessary to make a business out of this idea. You know, there's a lot of other ideas out there. You just have basically your thought. You don't have any packaging. You don't have any organization. But if you flip your mind and you say, well, all those things that aren't working for me are actually the best that my brain can do right now to actually feed the idea. Okay, so the opposition If the idea is going to be successful, I have to be willing to face and identify and engage with everything which actually stops the idea, holds the idea back, limits the idea, or even opposes the idea. And instead of that being negative, I'm going to see all the opposition as a positive. 
Well, that's an idea. I stayed with that. And it's very, very interesting because I stayed with that idea for about 10 years and I tested it out in one form or another where I would be open to people's criticism or lack of enthusiasm Mm -hmm. about the whole idea of coaching in the 1970s. And I was very early in the game. I haven't found anyone yet who was earlier in the game of coaching entrepreneurs than I was, because I was out there in the 1974-1975. And just to add to that, when I joined you in 1991, there were so many conversations on the phone where I would say, you know, calling from strategic coach, I'd have to educate them that we were not a bus line, Mm -hmm. because that's what their picture of a coach was. (laughs) There was nothing, and that was 1991. Yeah, so this was 17 years after Mm -hmm. we started. So my whole attitude towards ideas that, of course, when you get the idea, it's just going to be a seed like a plant, and it's going to require a tremendous amount of attention and care to bring that idea to where it actually produces something that people really want to pay for, you know, and that it has solid roots and, you know, it can survive on its own. The idea is powerful enough to survive on its own. So my original and... You know, still is the source code, I think, for all the other ideas that we've created in Strategic Coach. And then what we actually coach entrepreneurs, that, of course, you're going to have opposition. And it's your mindset regarding opposition and your ability to talk through the opposition, to engage the opposition, and then to see other points of view, and then adding the the other points of view to your ideas so that it becomes multidimensional. And after a while, the idea creates a space of its own in the world so that you actually grow them. And so that's always been my notion, is that if you have an idea, well, you just have the seed of an idea, and are you committed enough to the growth of this idea that you would stick with it for a long period of time until it could survive just through the power of the idea in the world. This is interesting. I'm having this whole flash about what you've been doing mm-hmm. <laughs> since, since 1988. And that is that you're helping people grow their ideas. We've talked about this in many conversations. You see the value of someone's idea. And one of the things you've also stated is that you don't think that people stay with their ideas long enough to see them grow. Yeah, well, I think that there's two things to that. One, they don't stay with an idea long enough for it to grow because they don't really see the uniqueness of their idea in the first place. I think I'm uniquely gifted that I can listen to someone talk. They'll talk about five or six different things, but one of them will be more important than the other five. And I'll I'll start asking them questions about the one. And it's just an energetic experience on my part. They'll say that and there's no impact. They'll say this and there's no impact because I've heard the idea elsewhere. And then all of a sudden they'll say something And it just hits me, and I'll give you a recent example that's had an enormous impact on the Strategic Coach Program, and it was Dean Jackson, who is another podcast partner like you are, Shannon. We have a podcast series called The Joy of Procrastination. We're, you know, approaching two years that we've been doing this podcast series, and Dean was commenting that he just noticed that what stopped him 
And what brought him into procrastination when he had a new idea is that he thought through how he was going to have to do all the work to bring this new idea into project form and then to completion. And that it was much better for him not to think about how, but to think about who. And I was like, bang! So I said, so the idea here is who, not how. Okay? And I was so impacted by this idea that I said, Dean, this is a brilliant idea. What you've just come up with is a brilliant idea. I'll say this about Dean. Dean also knows a good idea when he's either said it or heard it. So it just happened that we had this podcast recording on a Sunday, and the next Thursday, so three or four days later, Dean was in his quarterly workshop here in Toronto. I was in that workshop. And you were in that workshop. So I had Dean get up and explain this idea. And as he did so, I went up to the smart board, the big whiteboards, the electronic whiteboards that we have. And as he was talking, I actually drew the diagram of you have a fork in the road when you have a new idea, something that's bigger and better, and you are faced Are you going to go the direction of how, which is probably going to force you into procrastination? Or are you going to think about the who that will actually provide the how to get to the idea? The whole class went crazy. The whole workshop went crazy with this idea. Dean talking about it and then me drawing it. So I just had that drawing. And the next day, I started off the workshop. I said, I just want to tell you an idea that I came up in discussion with Dean Jackson, and I did the impact filter, and it's been one of the most consequential, I think, transformative ideas that we've had in the history of Strategic Coach, Mm -hmm. and certainly in the history of my coaching going back in 45 years, but it was just something that I caught. You know, I have brand new workshops where people are coming to coach for the first time, and I just draw that diagram, the who, not how diagram, and I explain it, and people will say, and this was like eight to ten minutes into the <laughs> workshop, and they said, that was worth the trip. I could go home right now just getting that idea. But I've been catching and identifying ideas for a long time. I think from childhood I had this ability to spot really great ideas and kind of focus on these ideas. And then I built an entire system around the capturing of ideas, of our ideas for the clients, but also showing the clients that what's going to make you unique in the marketplace is not a product or a service. It's actually your ideas that are going to catch people's Mm -hmm. attention, and people's thinking are going to be transformed because of your ideas. But you have to be committed to a life of capturing, developing, growing, and packaging ideas, and that's never-ending. And you've got to be committed to this life, and you've got to be committed to the ideas that you actually capture. And if you do that, you'll never be old in the marketplace. Nobody will ever pass you by. You will not get left behind because new ideas can be created at any time, and they have a transformative effect on other people's experience. So I just gave you two examples, one, the original strategy circle idea, and then somebody else's idea, because this is really Dean Jackson's idea, the who, not how. I mean, I'm profiting enormously off Dean's idea, but... (laughs) He's cool with that. (laughs) Yeah, he's cool with it, yeah. Well, as soon as you said, you know, if you really commit 
Two, it's the ideas that are making the difference in the marketplace, and that will have you never grow old. When you were talking, I was like, yes, you will completely avoid being commoditized. Mm -hmm. It's a very different standpoint than any other program I've ever known or Mm -hmm. heard of, where it's like, take what you already have and maximize the efficiency and do this, but then it gets stale. And then the opportunities, the dangers, the strengths of your clientele changes, and then your ideas are... Well, what you've been practicing for as long is no longer as relevant, but you haven't really grown the skill of expanding yeah. your ideas and attracting them. Yeah, I think the most powerful entrepreneurs are idea entrepreneurs. They introduce into the world a fundamentally easier, faster, less, well, certainly less wasteful, less expensive mm. way of doing things. And, you know, I was thinking of. In a previous podcast, we talked about Steve Jobs, but I think that when the history of the entire high-tech microchip revolution is written, Steve Jobs is going to be the person who is shown there. I don't think any other tech person is really going to be shown. And the reason is because Steve Jobs always developed his ideas to the point where after you heard them, the next day you could go out and purchase something that changed your life. He didn't make promises about something that's going to happen 10 years in the future. He never promised anything except that I'm going to show you an idea about something and tomorrow morning you can actually purchase this and start using it. And that was a very fundamental idea. I find a lot of the high-tech world people are selling future promises, you know, and they're hoping that you'll invest in them, but there's nothing that you can buy tomorrow and get and be totally happy with the experience. And the big experience, and I often think about this, think that they're the number one provider of recorded music in the world, Mm -hmm. Apple is. It was just an insight that Steve Jobs had. He says, why is it when you love a song, you have to go to a store and you get to buy that song, but you have to buy 11 other songs because in record form or CD form or cassette form, you have to buy 11 things you don't want in order to get the thing that you do want. And he said, hmm, using technology and using the internet, why don't we just allow people to buy the song they want for a dollar, essentially for a dollar? Why don't we allow artists, if they just have one song, to put it on the internet so that people can buy it? And that simple idea, why don't we just make it possible for people to buy just what they want rather than a lot of things that they don't want? That was a world-changing idea. The whole advance and progress of humanity comes from people. The great religions, the great political breakthroughs, the great industrial breakthroughs, always there's an idea about how something can be available to everyone, very simple, very, very fast, and not very expensive. And ideas lead the way on that because it takes an instant for somebody to get a new idea. Mm -hmm. Two things before we wrap up. One of them is that you create an environment in Coach where people can flesh out their ideas and think them through and write them down and talk about them with other people. And my experience is that I can have a strategy circle or some of our other tools and I'll fill it out. And I've done a lot of them, so I'm good at them. But then I come in the workshop and I have brand new ideas Mm -hmm. and I do new tools on those. And I think so much better 
in the space of our workshop, because I attend the program as well. So for me, the environment where everyone is growing their ideas at the same time is great soil, (laughs) put it that way. It's great nourishment for helping me expand my thinking. Whereas outside the room, even in our own building, and I'm sure when anyone goes back to their own offices, it's not like that. So first of all, thank you, Mm because I appreciate work, because all my ideas, all the team programs, the Team Success Handbook, the other stuff I've done really all originated in the workshop room. So what would you tell entrepreneurs who are wanting to grow their ideas and know that they have something that just needs a little bit more care and sunshine? What direction would you give Well, I think the first thing, they can't be off by themselves. They can't structure their time so that they themselves are not in contact with new ideas. Okay, so I think that to experience new ideas, you've got to be in a environment and you've got to be in a process where new ideas happen. And the finest environment and process that's ever been created is open-ended conversation. That humans are just unique in the kind of conversations they can actually have. And the best conversations is where they're generated by a question Mm -hmm. where the person asking the question doesn't have an answer in mind, but just wants to see how someone is thinking about something. So one of the, what our strategic coach clients call one of the great questions they've ever heard is what we call the DOS question. And the DOS question is that if you want to really find out what is going on in somebody else's world, simply ask them this question. If we're having this discussion in three years from today, and you name the date on the calendar, and we're having a discussion three years from now, and you're looking back over the three years back to today, what has to happen in your life during those three years, both personally and professionally, for you to be happy with your progress. What's powerful about the idea of this particular question is that it's completely open-ended. You're not directing the person to give you any particular answer. You're simply asking the person to see themselves in the future and then having lived three years, what is it that makes them happy? How do they measure happiness? And the person asking the question will not know any of those answers before the person starts talking. And then you just talk about the person and it's strictly in their world. And that is a idea, you know, the DOS question that you don't ask close-ended questions where you're trying to trap them with your questions mm-hmm. so that you get a particular answer. And that doesn't generate any new ideas. As a matter of fact, that makes your present idea very, very old very, very quickly. So the key thing here, number one, is as an entrepreneur to have new ideas, you have to be in an environment where new ideas are happening. They only happen to the full degree in human conversation. And the best human conversations are where open-ended questions, where people are just being allowed to think about a question with there not being any price for it. And that will expose you to an enormous number of new ideas. A lot of them will be repetitions of other ideas, but surprisingly, frequently, new ideas will pop up and say, gee, that's a really, really great idea. And if you have a feeling that something is a really, really great idea, then capture it and work with it, because that 
emotional response you have to a new idea and say, gee, that's very, very exciting. Write it down. Look at it every day. Say, where can I go with this idea? What can I do with this idea? And that's how the ideas start off as seeds, and then they become full-grown oak trees, sequoias. (laughs) (laughs) Those are big. Yeah. (laughs) That's great, Dan. Thank you. Let's actually have our next podcast be about questions, not answers, because I think there's even more depth Mm -hmm. we can go into with that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. In Strategic Coach, one of the very, very, very best tools to help expand your ideas and expand your thinking is something called the Impact Filter. If you want to learn more about the Impact Filter, please go to extraordinaryimpactfilter.coach or eif.coach for your download where you can experience the tool for yourself. Thank you, Shannon.